0: Welcome to the new media show. We're back doing the new media show again. People are actually going to listen to this junk. We do it live. We're live right now. We're just doing
1: live. We're going live. We're going live.
0: We just can't get enough. The new media show.
2: Let's go. Just do it live. We're
1: going live. We're going live. Bada bing, bada boom.
2: The new media show. We do it live.
1: Just do it live.
2: We're doing live. The new media show. I'm like Adam Curry, and you're more like John C. Tavares. I think I am Adam Curry, and you're the old Pramudji. We do it live on the new media show again.
0: The new media show. Technology. We make it sound so special. Well, Rob, here we are on the new media show, and a happy Wednesday to you. How are you? I'm doing terrific, Todd. It's great to be back
2: doing doing the show again again on on stream yard because you're you're
0: out of town so yep. well, one more fun. week one more <laughs> week and then uh, the, a remote and then following that we'll be uh i'll be back in the studio so yep. yeah, okay but, but uh yeah we're we're you know here's whenever you're in a bandwidth challenged area <laughs> <laughs> it, it can be uh for normal work just right. doing everyday things it's no sweat but as soon as you start streaming something or going live or doing anything like that then it just turns into yeah, you know, for a better word a little bit of chaos so yeah, uh, of course right
2: well we're all so dependent on our internet connections for everything we do now that um it's it's kind of kind of a little crazy out there the no question about that um so so we're right on the cusp of June, so we're already into kind of really into the summer months here. We've already had a holiday here in the U.S., but uh, a lot of people listening to this outside of the U.S. don't really care about our holidays, but um, but it's great to be back do- doing the show. There's always interesting things going on um, in the podcasting space, and, and I, I don't know. Is there anything that's bubbling with you today, Todd?
0: You know, I think really what it boils down to is uh, like the summer grind. Yeah. You know, so for me in this time of year, you know, you're, you're juggling people's vacations and at the same time keeping project
1: mm-hmm. if
0: for just for me, it's just been the grind, the grind of uh, doing everything and putting in the hours. It, it, it It's kind of crazy because. One would think at some point you'd have like a, a breather, but with business, there's there's never ever ever uh, a breather at all. Right,
2: <laughs> that's true. Hey Todd, I just to kind of tell you about uh, something that I just started here um, with this with the show, and uh, I I just activated it, but uh, I've got the chat uh, GPT mobile app. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can see it here but i Uh i started can't really see it on my yeah i can see i
0: can see see it there we go are, are you are you actually using it to listen to us
2: yeah and actually it's going to uh create a transcript at the end of the of of the show here and then it can we can do some some analysis on it and i can uh I've got a little script that I was going to put into it after it's, after the show's completed and it will create our show notes.
0: (laughs) Now the question will be, will it have enough memory to take the entire length of the show? Because I believe you are character limited. Well, the, the
2: app um, is limited to, I believe a, a hundred and, 10 minutes, I think, is what the
0: app limit is on audio input. So you're just so. using the regular app. Are you using any type of plugins with that? No, just the
2: chat uh, GPT 4 version. Yeah, so and,
0: the, and it this. can listen to the audio as we're doing it. You've got yeah. an audio input into it.
2: Yeah, so I've got a TRS connection yep, yep. going out of my Roadcaster, mm-hmm. it's running right into the app. And once it's finished, it basically
0: creates a a transcript. Isn't that right interesting. after it's over?
2: And then I
0: didn't know the app was capable of doing that. Mm-hmm. Because I haven't played with the actual app.
2: Yeah, I was just on a call with uh, Robert Scoble, who's famous for covering the AI scene and yep, and uh, the AR scene because I guess Apple's going to announce their their ha- headset coming out here on the fifth is what the big big talk is so you know it's he shared this because he's been doing this with his conversations with uh ai startups so Um, then he's
0: he records it and then he asked to take that text and create a a title and a summary show notes
2: correct. correct of the of the the conversation that was had about the the new app, or or the startup company, or what whatever to create a summary. I mean, you can make all sorts of requests of queries to parse that information. So,
0: right. yeah, I see. I wonder if that's possible. It's not. I don't think it's rec- possible on a PC to have it do audio capture that way. I think that's unique to the mobile phone. Yeah, could be, could be. But that mm-hmm. is how did he? How did he know that was available? Or well, it's right
2: in the app. I mean, it's like uh, all the other s- social apps have have the ability to do like voice calls. <clears throat> so it has. Um, I mean, not all the other AI. Oh, it has a capability uh. Yes. Yeah, so right next to the to the search query box at the bottom of the app, it's got yep. like a little wave file, right. a waveform icon. Mm. You just tap on that icon. It pops up a screen that says "Start recording." Oh well, that is
0: the shiznis right there.
2: Yep. So you could be doing your show live like we are right. and at the end of the show it can auto generate your or show or not energy. even not even live just recording your show. Yeah, right. It doesn't have to be live but but it does help, help to have the ability to export or play the audio directly in your
0: mobile device. Yeah, because directly. that way you're not uh, you're not having to do a you don't have to wait for the transcript to come back.
2: Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's there right at the end of the program.
0: So that, yeah. that, that is, I'm just going to say right now, that's, that's a remarkable find.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, it's o- only going to go, what was it? 110 minutes is what that, I That's said. okay.
0: That's fine. You know, most shows aren't more than a hundred, but you know, if we go 90 minutes and it's yeah, so able to capture, if it's able to capture all our text and then do a summary of that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: see, because right now, that, see, I've been thinking, because what I tried to do before, I took mm-hmm. the transcript from this show, right. cut and pasted it into ChatGBT, and people are getting tired of us talking about ChatGBT, <laughs> but, and, and it, it could not take all the text, it was not enough input box.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that was a, that was like really irritated me because I wanted to do the same thing, but wasn't able to because of the desktop limitation. But low and be, now that what's also going to be cool is because you're logged in to your account, that will save that query. It'll save all that text in a session and you can manipulate the crap out of it.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can do all sorts of parsing of, of that information to output, um, certain things. But I mean, my primary thing was just trying right, to right, right, some, right some show notes. And I could also ask it to give it, give the episode a, a title too. Right.
0: So this is what I do. Um, well, I already talked about my flow, but mm-hmm. the key is to have it do a concise short summary
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And whatever that is, one, two, three paragraphs, and then have it give a, um, create a title, an SEO associated title to go to target Mm -hmm. the first paragraph. So basically, you know, and then ask it to create a show keyword or keywords. (laughs) Now you have to limit it. You have to tell it uh, what is this show's keywords in uh, three words. Right. And then you ask it if you're using Yoast, you say, create a Yoast summary related to all the content so far of a maximum of 143 characters. Mm -hmm. And then from that, you get for me, I was getting title, description, keyword, and Yoast summary that all fit into my WordPress lineup. Mm -hmm. And it was really, really slick. Now I had to edit it, right? you know, and here's the thing you have to add personalization. So if you ask it to do a summary, then you have to do a personalization in between the beginning and the end, Mm -hmm. make sure, you know, run it through Grammarly, you know, all that stuff. But, um, see, this is, this is where my con, my, my conundrum is. All right. Let me say. Let's say at Blueberry, we go out and we spend three months and build all this stuff, right? Integrated, and then something changes. Something new comes out, or like you just found this little thing here. Why? Why would a a smart podcaster that wants to use these tools? And maybe some some people out there saying that isn't so smart, Todd. Don't get, don't, don't, uh, don't get wrapped up around the focus. Hocus pocus. Now we have to just remember this is, this is a language model.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Stupidity in, stupidity out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. It, it is nothing more than a language model. It knows how to word manipulate words. It's, it doesn't do any magic tricks. But if you limit, what it uses. If you give it like you give it the input of the show and say only the keyword is only create a summary from this text only. Mm -hmm. Then it will create a summary. You can't, I don't believe so far from everything I've seen that you can go out and some of the stuff you ask it. So there's some plugins now that are available in chat GPT four. there's some plugins that'll actually go out and reach stuff on the web. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, uh, stupidity in, stupidity out. So you have to be really, really careful. And people understand this is purely a language model to, and it's very good at it, mm-hmm. manipulating words and yeah. creating summaries. And it does it remarkably well. Yeah, um, yeah it
2: does. I mean, it's... I'm finding it to be fairly precise. I think what's interesting about this is that this um, this is based on our data, right? It's not right, based right, on right. the the language model. It's only using the algorithms to process our information. Well, right? it's using is, the
0: language model to read our stuff that right, we give it. Yeah.
2: Right. So we're just another source of data that's inputting into the algorithm that it's it's working on, versus trying to create something new right so if we asked it to create some sort of derivative content based on our conversation or some sort of segmented content or i don't know i haven't played with the opportunity of maybe asking it to go through and i know like uh, cap show does this too where they'll create like um, highlights from the
0: show yes same thing i don't know if i can do that if i
2: can just make a request to select three important discussions in the show as part of the query but but I
0: think right. the thing, too, is important to, to tell it, and I don't see because it can't hear the audio. It's only seeing the text. It doesn't know there's two people. So I think you have to tell it, Rob, that there are two people in this discussion, and it's not going to get it completely right because it's not. It's, it's we're We're giving it audio, but it's putting it down as text. It doesn't know that this is Todd and Rob. It right. just, it's dumb. It thinks it's just, so you almost have to tell it that there are two people in this discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is one of the things that Momento does that I have been using for social promotion is when it analyzes the audio and does the same thing that you're doing right here. And again, mm-hmm. they, they have their own model or whatever they've done is you tell it there's two people. But what I've found is still, It has a very, very hard time because especially on my tech show, I have specific segments, boom, 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 all the way through. Mm -hmm. It cannot, it still does not know that this is a new segment of the show. This is where we've switched topics. Mm -hmm. And um, to me, it's almost like, can I send it a beep and say, I'm changing the segments? Is there some signal I can send it? And I don't, you know, that is not in its. So I, I right. was like thinking about key phrases. All right. Let's move to the next subject. Let's talk about the next topic. Moving on, certain things we would say that we could train it to say, this is where though saying those three, saying those words, every time I say that, mm-hmm. it triggers it to know that this is a new segment. Right, um, so I would imagine with
2: when GPT5 comes out it's it's going to be much more native to video as well as audio. Um, yeah maybe right I now mean, that's, just that's the what memento, I keep hearing
0: anyway the memento folks say it works better when we when I play with it with my video feed they they mm-hmm. prefer video the video feed than the audio feed, which I find to be interesting in itself. so they're mm-hmm. doing something with the video some analysis with the video. So I, it's, you know, I know some people are saying, Oh, this has turned into a goddamn AI show. <laughs> yeah, that's um, right. We faced a little bit of criticism <laughs> on that. We talked too much
2: about AI on this show,
0: but, but um, I think that, um, yeah, here, but here's the thing that I'm also been thinking about a lot. Matter of fact, I was on a call today, um, having a discussion about privacy, And privacy and podcasting, privacy and transcripts, privacy and AI, privacy and brand safety, and a whole bunch of things in that nature. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess a big topic at the podcast show was AI. Everyone was talking about AI over there. That was, uh, I guess, the buzzword. So um, my concern continues to be, all right, we, we are here. We're experimenting. We're playing with this. We're having fun. Um, but one of the things that I told my team is, and I think I talked about on this show before I said, don't not put any proprietary information into this system. Don't mm-hmm. put sales data. Don't put uh, a new customer data. Don't put uh names. Don't, you know, don't put anything that six months from now, Libsyn can do a AI search and figure out what the hell Blueberry's doing. So the, don't share it, your your trade strategy right. or something like
2: that. Right. Because right.
0: it is are we teach are we going to be teaching it about blueberry? Are we going to be teaching so this is my concern from a business perspective? Um well according it's a to the privacy their, concern is what, well, what it is Todd, at the end of the day. Yeah. Is there like,
2: going, d- going to be a version of this that you can do
0: private queries that won't be part of the collective intellectual property is my biggest. Concern. So right. here is the trick to this. And according to everything I've read on the terms of service, when you're using the tool, like you're using it right now, eh, free mm-hmm. game, they can take everything they want. Right. But if you're interacting it with, through API. Mm-hmm. So I've made a task for my team to have an administrative tool that is just used on the, for the team, nothing that would be used for podcasters, an administrative tool that would allow me to send a query according to their terms of service. And again, my legal has got to read through that again. But according to my understanding to the terms of service, you do not train the model when you interact with it via API. Mm -hmm. So maybe I can ask it what's nine times nine. Right. You know, um, again, but remember, this is a language model. Right. And what it's doing is it it doesn't know. It doesn't know enough to do nine times nine equals 81. What it does is it, it basically looks for some text out there that someone has put nine times nine equals 81 and gives me an answer.
1: Right.
0: Now, if someone's put nine times nine equals 82 somewhere, maybe well, it'll then. give me the answer of 82. Right. So right. it's not it's it's a. It, well, i think again, it's smarter than that probably well right? but it's it's looking at language it's looking at data that's out there and this is why it's dangerous is why people think this right. thing oh my god i'm talking to artificial intelligence well no you're right. not yes yeah, so we got a comment from harold uh gilchrist
2: who said i uh, you know he does this this the uh, same thing that we're doing with the uh, ai and transcripts right um he, he says he does it all the time don't uh listen to any shows on YouTube or podcasts anymore, unless main points are outputted by a GPT that look in interesting. So he's, so what does that mean? I think he's okay. just lo- looking for shows that have good show notes that look like they're being outputted by, you know, the the AI platform. here. So
0: he wants to see good show yeah. notes outputted by, ch- Oh, that's interesting.
2: Yeah. And then he also posted, uh, So when you copy and paste a transcript um, from the platform, he says here, uh, uh, YouTube. Oh, you chunk chunk it in it in in April. It's going to be
0: you chunk it in at ten minutes at a time. Right. So Harold, but what Rob is doing right now is he's using the the app, the phone app. Hold it up again and show Harold.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, it's the. And he's it's using the official the, app for and he's, Chat. he's GDG. doing it right. And it'll record for 110 minutes straight. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't can have see to that, chunk anything in
2: circle going in and out. That's, that's the movement of the voice that's going into the app.
0: So you don't have to ch- chunk it in 10 minutes at a time. Nope. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. But it did just make me realize. hmm, mm, mm. this gave me an idea. So you know, it's it's uh, it's interesting.
2: Yes, and Harmony said uh,
0: <laughs> the shizniz.
2: The shizniz <laughs> is what this is. Cool. That is, Coolness. That is
0: that is the shizniz, what you have just figured out. And thanks to Robert for for letting us know because Mr. Scoble. Uh, yep. Yeah. I have I have a TRS in my bag with me. The question is do oh, I have do. another do I have another cable? <laughs> right. So yeah, that's that's we, we we will we will let you know next week how it went. Well I'll
2: Todd I'll just plan on sending you um the output from this.
0: Yeah, but email. the challenge is is I may have but here's a problem. You're gonna get the output and I'll be I'll take the output, but you've got it in one schwat. <laughs> <laughs> um, are one shot, whereas as Harold says, you have to take chunks, put mm-hmm. them in in chunks, mm-hmm. and then oh,
2: oh, I see what you're saying.
0: Yeah, okay. because you can't cut and paste enough text.
2: uh
0: okay. But if you got this in one long, query, do you happen to
2: know what the character limit is or the I, word limit? I,
0: I, I don't. But we're, you know, this is a great experiment. But winner mm-hmm. winner chicken dinner on this. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm like. Feeling all frosty here. <laughs>
2: wow. It doesn't take much to get you frosty.
0: <laughs> no, no, not at all. But um so I, I think this is the this is a that's a good discovery. Mm-hmm. And maybe a, you know, I, I what I'm gonna try to do next is play with accessibility tools and see if I can get chat GBT in the desktop form to take an input with accessibility tools. Cause that yeah, might be a way around, uh, the way around the limitation of the desktop app of having to type. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, because technically yeah, so the I, app has to be accessible.
2: So I, I posted on Twitter a couple of comments. I don't know if you've seen the threads that have been bouncing around between James Cridlin, myself, um, even, even a few um, others, you know, like Mark Asquith and some of those about a couple of topics that are bouncing around. Um, One is, you know, what's uh, with the announcement. I think maybe we talked about this a little bit last week around, around YouTube, right? Yeah. Are you know, James is, Position is that we should, as an industry, not really, and I think you would probably agree with this, not really fully embrace what YouTube is doing as an industry, because what they're trying to do is.
0: I've already said. Change the space.
2: Well, it has. Are you there? That's what he's, he's worried about too, is that the, you know, YouTube has the potential. Now, currently they have, it's been a relative failure, really. I mean,
0: it hasn't really gotten Uh, traction. So far.
2: Yeah. And there's been years of this with YouTube playing this game of trying to align with podcasting. And it just hasn't worked, right? Mm -hmm. Now, granted, they are making inroads, right? They're making changes to the platform. They're they're trying to be more thought of and that they've, they've created a certain amount of hype right around what they're doing and people are getting excited about it. And there's a few others in the industry that are feeling that you know there's a maybe a fair chance that YouTube could get it right at some point. You know, it took Spotify a couple of years to get it right too, right. I would say that they, have, they still haven't got it right. but I would say that they've made a, some significant progress in embracing podcasting. Um, even though they kind of have their own model, right. Um, but you know, there is a danger, I suppose, of YouTube getting too big in podcasting that it starts to cause a problem for the rest of us because it causes a problem based on a lot of the revenue models that are happening with podcasting right now around programmatic and dynamic ad insertion, just like we talked about last week and, and as an industry, how do we want to react to to youtube do we want to embrace them or do we want to you know ignore them
1: <laughs>
0: well I, you know the a, a podcaster said well why wouldn't i want myself to be on youtube that's what he said to me right and i said i said it's your choice if you want it's to be on youtube it's the same thing with
2: spotify right there's a lot of people that had that yep.
0: thought when spotify if you want was to be over anything. there great i said but you know if you want to build something unique on youtube have a youtube channel Flag it as a podcast and build a YouTube channel. We well, have, a, I have a we have a YouTube channel here. It's you know, so yeah. to me, it's the, with the differences here. They are putting, and I'm kind of glad because I have never really wanted to have to do this. You know, we did it for a while, but YouTube kept changing the API every three months, and we have to go back and rework the platform where we were sending audio over to YouTube as an M4A did the conversion all in all that work we were doing that for customers. And the problem was, was the maintainability. Mm-hmm. I was spending, you know, a dev time a week, every two or three months making a change because APIs, YouTube kept updating the API. So right. I really didn't want to have to have that. So that's one of the reasons why we worked with transistor and some other folks is basically said, listen, you want your YouTube stuff to go in, use them. Um, -hmm. so now if they're going to take an RSS feed and they're going to convert the audio into an M4A and whatever you have in your show is in your show and that's it. And you can't have no ads. That's it. Good for you. Um, go ahead and submit it. I'm not, and I'm not going to have documentation on my website. I'm not going to support it as a destination.
2: Well, it doesn't Um, appear that they're, they're going to be embracing, um, MP3 files. Oh, no, no, I've, no. They're right. going
0: to take the MP3 and create an m 4 a Well, well, it's actually... A, a video file. It's just a video file. So all, yeah, all yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, or so
0: MP4, whatever they support.
2: Really, there's nothing innovative about what they're doing here. It's <sighs> just maybe they're going more direct versus having it get pushed into their platform via an API connection with a podcast host. Um, and and me... I don't see a and, big difference. I mean, other than you know,
0: is there ads in there or not? And meanwhile, uh, Spotify is not going to pay podcasters uh, unless you're part of a big network and have a big show. Mm -hmm. They say, thank you for your content. Thank you very much. Now go pack sand. Um, At least they let your audio be passed through so you can monetize uh, everything that goes in there on your own. So you don't have that challenge of, uh, of a, um, of losing revenue at least with spotify yeah
2: so what what is going on here you think Todd with the you know so the the she podcast live show the in person event got canceled and that got converted yep. into and I think we talked about it last week as well but i I subsequently um it's been announced that I guess the the international women's podcast festival also got cancelled.
0: So that is, I think that event, and they have an awards for women in the UK. I be, don't quote me on this, but I believe they may be run by the same lady. Um, the awards as well as the festival? Is that what you're saying? I think so. And if I'm wrong, forgive me, but I think they're run by the same woman over there. And we have uh, wrote a check every year for the awards. For the mm-hmm. National Women's Podcast Awards, or something to that effect, um but I don't ever remember getting a prospectus for the festival now, the challenge with festivals, and I think you know this too, yeah, is these are where they bring in three, four, five, ten, twenty podcasters and they do podcasts live. Mm-hmm. That's what most festivals in the United States has been compared to a conference. So right. I, I didn't know. I'll be honest with you, I really didn't know about the international because I was confused too. Because I thought she, it was all really kind of scrambled there for a little bit. But but both of them being canceled, um, <sighs> you,
2: yeah, it's a difficult situation out it, there. It's you know for. It's difficult for events right now. I think we, that, we, that's
0: the takeaway. But we talked about it at the end of the show last show. Yeah, we did. And it really is. I need to be able to ha- in order for me and just say it here again, in case you didn't listen all the way to the end of the last show. Mm-hmm. If your event's going to have 500 people at it, you cannot price sponsorships as if it was going to have 3000 people. Right. Just can't do it. Mm -hmm. If we intended, I have a mandate by my company. We have a spreadsheet that we fill out of. It's basically, if we're going to sponsor event, it goes into the, it goes into the spreadsheet. If we're going to fly there, flying costs go in there. We're going to have a booth, the booth costs go in there. Everything we're going to, we're going to price everything out. And we're right. going to find out what our bottom line is to attend that event. And mm-hmm. We get it, you know, probably within two, $300 of total cost because we've been doing these enough. And then we input the number of people that are going to attend the event. Right. And then we look at that as what is the, our cost to reach? What, what is it? You know, How much? And, and you know, we, how we get some social benefit and some of that stuff. But what is the. I don't want to call it a cost per acquisition because that's not even the true word, but what is my cost to reach each of those attendees? Right. And if I'm going to be just a keychain sponsor or if I'm going to t-shirts out or, you know, what is the trans transizing value of that? And then what is the goodwill value? You know, how much goodwill mm-hmm. do you gain by, you know, by sponsoring the event? And waving okay. the flag and saying, "Hey, we're in business and we're supporting the event." I have a number I have to meet. I I can't go over a certain sure. dollar amount per person because right. I'll never, never recoup.
2: Right. They okay. So you were mentioning um, in awards. I I believe probably maybe what you were thinking of was the independent podcast awards. I don't know if you saw that. uh, No,
0: this one's specifically for women in the UK. Okay. Okay. So
2: this is another event then,
0: but anyway, so going back to the cost, it's just, you know, if I'm a Spotify or I'm a, and just, you can write a check, big, big check. I, I heart Mm -hmm. where they really don't do this type of cost analysis. Yeah, we'll do it. You know, we'll support, but for a small company, you know, I, I, it really, you know, I can't sponsor a big. I can't be a, a even at the the price to do podcast movement now at a at a, at their one of their lower tiers is outside of my range. Mm-hmm. Because in in the end, okay, what do I do with that? Let's say that I sent. Let's say I spend five or six thousand dollars on sponsorships which usually that's probably about the min is 5 grand and or 2500 i could use that event money to go to another event right you know yeah. i can go to a another event with the mm-hmm. same amount of cash and reach a whole new audience because most podcasting events for a podcast, okay, eighty percent of the people that go to Podcast Movement are already podcasters. Mm-hmm. I'm a podcast hosting company, so guess right. what? You know, they're not they're not going to buy my right. service. They already have a service. Yeah, so, so you have to go to events that don't have a bunch of podcasters. That's right, to, and right. that's what we, we're doing. We're going to events that don't have a bunch of podcasters that right. will will create create a good ROI and. Um, you know, and we go to podcast movement because we have to, because we got to be there. We have the flag. Hey, we're still in business. How you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, and, and we, and I get my budget scrutinized heavily,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, NAB is probably on the chopping block for next year. We don't know if we're going to go back to NAB. Mm-hmm. So the attendance was great, but in the end, how many new customers did I get? Right. And, um, now, yeah, I did notice. Down to. Yeah,
2: I, yeah, I did notice that uh, Odyssey is selling radio. dot com as a as a domain name. Right, because they had moved from radio. dot com to Odyssey, and take a while to guess what they're selling it for.
0: Three million dollars. Two and a half. Never get it.
2: They actually had had to withdraw the auction because I guess they didn't get any
0: bidders. Of course. So. <laughs> why who's gonna what what's the use of that who's to gonna buy
2: her com? there's a there's a reason why odyssey dropped the name too right <laughs> right so so yeah, todd i also saw that you guys launched um i guess a uh,
0: accomplishments
1: it's um, a bat it's a badge right.
0: achievement system right it's a so ba- achievement. right so i think we have uh, i have to look I think we have a total of. Of course, my I'm probably gonna kill my internet here. Um, let's see how many did we do. It's, it's kind of fun. it. We did six, right. six, nine, thirteen. Mm-hmm. We did fifteen badges. So we did one, uh, like you know, it's about, like one of them is called global reach. Mm-hmm. And uh, in your stats, if you reach five countries, you get a minimum one. If you reach uh, 5, 10, 15, 25, 50, 100, 150 plus countries, uh, you'll get a global reach badge. And you basically, mm-hmm. it's they anchor up based upon number of years, uh, number of episodes, number of listens, um, those types of things. And then there's some stuff tied to some of our services. So basically, if you create a quick links page, you get a quick links badge. So it's partly achievement. And some of it is also a little bit of education say, hey, you could be using this part of the service that you're not. Um, but again, it's a, it, and we're going to also come out with an incentive uh, program as well. So uh, we're just waiting. Maybe have an announcement on that in a couple of weeks. But it's basically this, and we're just trying to make it fun for the podcasters to have something that can show off
1: hmm
2: Yeah, so I guess um, Buzzsprout and Asha both launched AI tools and you know, along with their publishing platform. Um, it's probably very similar, just building titles, descriptions, chapter markers, and transcripts. Kind of like Again, what they, I, I can do for you know in the chat GPT app right here. So exactly.
0: <laughs> this is this is this is going back to my challenge. Right. Do I bake something in? That someone's going to, and I'm going to be able to charge for it because they can just use this in their, you know, they can just use it on chat GBT. Well, some people have free accounts. I don't know that the, this, this capability
2: is part of the free plan. You know, I have Probably a not. pro pro plan is what I have. Yeah. me too. to the
0: $20 plan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So. So there's a, uh, I came across the. Slide that looks like that lists all of the companies in podcasting that that um, are supporting AI. So I can actually show this. Um, let's see. I don't know if I can extras share screen. I'm quite sure if this is gonna. Okay, here it is. I was going to show this screen. It it's a it's a screenshot of. I don't know if you can
0: see it. Yeah, I can see it. Very well there. Oops, what happened? Yeah, I can see it. It's up there.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah. So I don't know what... Oh, yeah.
0: And it doesn't talk about any podcast hosts yet. It just talks about third-party, countries that have, uh, third-party companies that have stuff. Right. So here's a challenge with Jasper. I played with Jasper quite a bit. It's very, very expensive. A mm-hmm. uh, hundred bucks a month is Jasper. Mm-hmm. Um, let's hear what else
2: So we have. Uh, what's the other one here? There's all sorts of ones in here. What, what, what Ones that I hadn't even heard of before. Me
0: too. You have to send me the link to that slide.
2: Yeah. So there's music, images, content generation. And that's one of the the challenges with the, with the development of this AI technology and I is knowing what companies are doing, what, um, and is this even a complete (laughs) listing of all the companies? I don't think
0: it is. And some of it's half baked. Right. And that's my challenge is some of it is, it's just not that good yet. It's not that good. They're early, you know, like Dale E doing graphic stuff. One of my friends said, I've had great success with E." And and it's in creating uh cutting uh creating uh images for each show. And I'm like, really? And he's he talking about how he does it and this and that, and he showed me some of his art, and I'm like, oh man, that was fantastic. It looks great, great show art. I try it and I end up with something goofy. You know, it just it looks like something that it got splattered on the wall. And it does not look like anything I would ever So maybe I just don't have the artistic touch to tell it how to you know draw album art. So who knows? Uh, You know, someone needs to. Maybe I have my buddy write a user's guide to making uh, podcast album art with Dal E. Oh, I think we lost Rob. That's not good, Rutro. So I'm still here. Oh that's wild well, we'll see we'll see if rob makes his makes his way back into the show. It might be a short show <laughs> uh i'm I'm the one that's bandwidth challenged so I don't know I will see where this goes but again, half the stuff uh i believe is uh is really kind of half baked and uh I just don't think that um it, it'll get better with time but again it's a language model and it uses language not and it's not some secret you know artificial intelligence is talking to you <laughs> and for the first time I've have done in entire time I've been podcasting last two episodes I've done standing up I'm uh, standing up on a counter in the place that I'm staying at. Here comes Rob. Okay, you're back, Rob. I was worried we were gonna, I was gonna have to continue yeah. the rest of the show without you. I
2: I closed the um, the screen share and the app crashed for me here, but, it, but oh. it looks like we we saved it. Here. We're still we're
0: still here, so that's, well, that's good. good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was maybe just not gone.
0: use that feature. Yeah, maybe not use that feature very much. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. <laughs> that might be the right, right decision. Right. Zach, uh, Zach says, is there an AI tool you actually use your content creation, right? The tool Zach that I'm using for social promotion, uh, is, is FM. That's the mm-hmm. one I'm trying. Uh, there's a cap show is out there yeah. that does some of this. There's some other folks. Um, I, I, I kind of like the Memento team and what they're doing um, mm-hmm. just because of their templates. Um, but I'm using it for social promotion, everything else I'm just doing in chat GBT at this point.
2: Yeah. Well, you should be able to do pretty much everything. It's just knowing how to do a, get, do a search how, right. how to get the output
0: or how to get the, you're not going to get uh, a short, a video short using chat GBT. Right. Uh, not you know, yet, you're, anyway. No, not yet. <laughs>
2: yeah, and I think that day is probably coming, but... And yeah, probably.
0: Yeah. It's not here yet. But again, you know, the video short is purely done, and this is another thing we have to remember. It doesn't care about the video. It's just listening to the voice, and it's determining via the language model... Right. ...that, okay, here's what I think the segment is, and then you have to have the tool to... You know, be able to say, okay, the segment really started here and it really ended here. Right. And then the rest of it's just programming to make it it cool to look on a template. <coughs> uh none of it comes close to my standards. And, and really what it is, and again, um, I think that it it's I, I don't know if it's saving me time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it definitely is giving me some richer show notes. Mm-hmm. i pretty good. You know, GNC had really rich show, show notes, but the New Media show never's had really rich show notes. No, because it's a matter of time. No, I've done a sentence or two, but you can tell the episodes that I've done rich show notes on because mm-hmm. the show notes are about you know like a whole like two paragraphs worth. So no. very easy to see where I've been playing with something. By the way, we are lit and live today. Uh, we are streaming uh, the show all over the place. Uh, if you're not listening on a new podcasting app at podcastx.com, go grab one. You can actually watch the show while we're live on one of those podcasting apps. And you can boost us as well. And I have, don't have the boost loaded. If anyone's been sending boost, then I, I'm, I'm remiss in reading our booster group. Uh, talking here but um, I just don't have enough screens that's part of it <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: yeah so I mean so we have podcast movement that's coming up uh, here in August and I haven't heard if we're going to be doing this show live at the event yet I did pitch it um, so we shall see on that if we get accepted into that um, and I, I don't think you're speaking at this year's event either
0: i have not i did not apply no not to speak at podcast moment there's there's the boost the boost sound so uh oh it came through yeah so brian said content monitoring equals insatiable power of fear turned into money yet again and he sent uh, 1700 sats um Anyway, so that was a a week or more ago that we got that boost, and a few others have come in as well. So I will be able to watch the boost grant when comes in with a podcasting two point Sakoshi boost. Yeah,
2: and the the interest in that topic that we had talked about, I, I believe it was was it last week's episode or the week before about the content moderation um, coming into podcasting via the advertising market. So. If you want to hear more about that topic where we talk about brand safety and suitability um, impacts on podcasting as it relates to content moderation that, you know, go back and check on, you know, yeah, an older two, episode.
0: Yeah, two episodes ago, I
2: believe. Yeah. So. Oh, I did post Todd the, or I sent you an email, the the video version of our new media show panel at um, Evolutions Podcast Movement. Yeah.
0: So, uh, part of my bandwidth limitations, uh, yes, we, we, will try video. To, we will try to get <laughs> that up, including right. last week's show. We don't have the video up from last week's show either. So right, uh, I'm going to work with Rob and that uh, if you, if you know how to use FTP, Rob, you'll be able to upload the video.
2: Oh, I used to use FTP all the time.
0: So, so easy, yeah. easy peasy then
2: <laughs> that that's actually how I published my episodes for many, many years. So FTP. yeah, when you have a,
0: when you have a big file, it's just, easier to ftp it up and drop it in but uh you can't have an eight gig file going into a podcast feed that will not work
2: (laughs) won't work wow
0: (laughs) uh no (laughs) (laughs) people won't like to download that into their well they won't they won't they won't download it (laughs) not without you know massive complaints so right yeah exactly so anything else you can think of, Todd? Well, or? I was just—I was just wondering though. You said you were having some other social discussions. Was it primarily around the YouTube thing? That was where the most—yeah, it was mainly around going?
2: the the YouTube thing, and then just you know the whole kind of misinformation information on uh, online. There was a discussion that was that was started between myself and a few other people, and Adam Curry too. Uh, oh, yeah, really? And what? I don't know if you saw, but Adam Curry um, did an appearance on the Glenn Beck show. I don't know if you well, saw I, this I heard or
0: that. Yeah. So, yeah. But so, what? What are people all now haters on Adam Curry because he went on the Glenn Beck show, or what? Well, I don't know about that, but
2: but but it was this whole controversy about you know what's happening with with our you know our our our, our world and the changes that are happening and oh and he he came out um as a as a christian i don't know if you saw this or not yeah, and, i know yeah, yeah.
0: he's yeah. He, he's come out as a he's talked about it he does a show with his wife mm-hmm. uh, and the keeper and uh, uh, yeah. i believe she is the one that uh, has uh, brought Helped him, him. <laughs> uh, brought him into his i guess i don't know what do you want to say salvation cook, uh, whatever it may be however you want to term that. Um, but uh, so, you know, when yeah. you start talking religion and a lot of people get get weirded out. But.
2: Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of that um, kind of talk here lately, too. I think as the world kind of spins a little bit weird right now, I think a lot of people are reconsidering their position on that.
0: <laughs> well, I think the, uh, you know, I think it's well known and it's well publicized that, uh, you know, a lot of people don't go to church anymore. And, you know, that's just a, the way the society has changed. Yeah. And, uh, so you had for folks that, uh, in the media space, you know, usually people don't talk about their, their values that way. And they right. leave the, you know, politics, what, you know, what do you, you know, what do you don't bring to a social or, uh, you don't bring politics, religion, and, uh, and a sexual talk to a, to a conversation, you know, those are like the three taboo topics. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, so for a media person to, you know, declare, um, that's, that's, uh, that, that's, that's a big thing. Um, and very brave of, of Adam to do so. So, uh,
2: right. <laughs> that is very true. Yeah.
0: But the, And so what else is, you know, so was that the main thing people are talking about is he was just because he'd he'd become a Christian and that was what the discussion was?
2: Um, Yeah, it was just about, you know, trust, trust issues. Um, Not that much about podcasting or anything like that. It was just mainly kind of broader issues around, you know, um, there was some news that came out about how, how the world is a little bit kind of out of out of whack right now and people, you know, and this gets back to a little bit of the topics of the show that I'm doing now called trust, trust factor. Um, right. Is this these elements of the eroding trust in our institutions and our government and our leaders and all the stuff that you can't really trust. And this is also kind of goes into the area of discussion around artificial intelligence too. There's a lot of concern around AI weaponizing information against each other and ramping up large numbers of bots and um, s- starting false narratives and doing things like that. And and I'm, I'm equally concerned about that having an impact on podcasting at some point too. Um, you know, you think about the power of AI to generate um, content.
1: Mm-hmm. Right?
2: C- could we get into a situation where, there's a bunch of new shows that an AI platform just launches and puts out there. And it's just full of, you know, scandalous stuff, you know, and it it spins people against each other. And it's, there's just a lot of abuses that podcasting or not podcasting, but AI could bring to the market because, you know, let's, let's be honest about it. Uh, There's good uses for technology and then there's bad uses for technology. And oftentimes, you know, it goes both ways.
0: Well, there's already been use cases where they've captured children's or even young adults' voices and stuff that they posted on social, and bad actors have taken that audio and created a voice print for that individual, and then they use that against a parent in a phone call. Right. So, you know, the schemes will will abound where you you think you're talking to your kid and you're actually talking to a, a bot. So mm-hmm. I think that, um, you know, parents will be wise to have some sort of, um, I, I think we talked about this before, parents would be wise to have a have some sort of safe word that they would use that only was shared amongst each other, right. um, that if I say, hey, give me your safe word and you can't tell me that it's uh, alphabet soup, um, right. I know it's not you. Right. So, you know, it's these kinds of things that are as adults we're gonna have to start because I remember before I got an email from a um a friend of mine said, Hey Todd, i da 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 and it came from his email address and someone had spoofed his email and was asking me to get some money to help him, you know, he was, you know, stuck somewhere and it wasn't all the ordinary that this individual might have not asked me for money in the past. So I was like, oh, really again? right <laughs> you yeah. know and uh and so you know almost got me but i you know that little tingly sense came and said yeah let me let me let me call you oh my cell phone's not working i'm like well how are you communicating with me and you know, also
2: <laughs> yeah because i mean how can you i mean as you look look forward um you know a voice clone could be made very easily from all the content. I mean, both of us are oh my, long oh standing podcasts. Thousands
0: of hours. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thousands and of hours.
2: They could easily, or some platform, or some evil creator of some sort, or somebody that's managing an AI platform could voice clone each oh, one of us or, and some, cause or some sorts of
0: problems. I, I continue to say the first time I hear an ad that addresses me by name. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or um, some some uh, bad actor on some big platform decides to use my voice or another podcaster's voice to do a host-read ad that I'm not going to get paid for.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's always a risk of that, right? Um, there, I, I don't think that'll happen. I think that would be completely scandalous. But can you imagine all of a sudden you're listening to yourself on a different platform and you hear an ad being run that you didn't read yourself. That would, that would be, hmm, that would be interesting. Todd. I also saw, So um, I think consent is the key.
2: Right. I also saw this comment too, is that um, there's, I guess there's some podcasting companies and coaches who don't actually have a podcast that are out there. (laughs) <laughs> do you oh, think that they, they should all have a podcast? What, what what do you think? Should every podcasting company have a podcast? Should every every podcast coach have a podcast?
0: So, the dreaded words that my support team hear when they get on a call. Mm-hmm. I am the podcast consultant for. This mm-hmm. is this sends shivers down my team's backs. And they have a back channel in Slack that's called Rant. And Mm -hmm. it is 90% of it is filled by us getting support calls by so-called podcast consultants um, that, (sighs) yeah, they, they, they are not qualified to be podcast consultants. What they are is audio editors. Mm -hmm. they're not podcast consultants. Um, I don't know. I I think that, uh, you have a lot of people out there that think they know everything about podcasting. I, I surely don't, uh, but at the same time, um, there is definitely a lot of people out there that have a lack of what really is going on and specific things like, well, it's, you know, Spotify spawned a whole sp- splurge of people that, you know, they think that the only place you need to launch a podcast is a podcast itself and so is on Spotify. You don't need a website. You don't need mm-hmm. to, all these other, you know, just just this whole host of things and all they're really trying to do is take advantage of people. They're trying to save a little time.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can accept the argument that um, a, a podcast company or a podcast uh, consultant uh, is so busy with helping other people that they don't have time to do their own show. Uh, I can certainly understand that position, um, but it, I guess it it defies logic to think that, you know, somebody that's an advocate for podcasting wouldn't have a podcast. So I guess that's the, that's a big takeaway. And I think it's a big change uh, for both of our experience in this medium too, is that there are so many people, that don't have a podcast that work professionally in podcasting. So it's also an acknowledgement of a lot of people out there that are working professionally in
0: podcasting, but yeah, yeah. never actually done a podcast themselves. I, so. I, I know some people running networks, running podcast mm-hmm. networks that have never had a podcast that I have to handhold on a yeah. regular basis that are running. Do We networks? think it
2: should be a, should be just a common sense kind of requirement that Rob. I mean, it's
0: a free world. You're not. We, you and I, could wish know. in one hand and.
2: Oh no, no, I'm not going to say force anybody. <laughs> but should we, you know, advocate for that? I've I felt conflicted about that in the past, and and I think people, you know, I think I've I've just assumed that people would um, have had a podcast um, if they're going to be advising other people on how to be a podcaster. Um, because where are they getting their information
0: about how to do it? Yeah, here's what I basically find is that um, ultimately uh, it's up to the individual podcaster to vet who he or she is working with, mm-hmm. and to make sure that um, that that they do that due diligence. And uh, cheap, the cheapest person in the market isn't always the best person. Maybe you should be working with. Um, at the same time, the I'm, I, I haven't had to clean up a lot of, or my support team. Uh, let me say, it's not me; it's my support team. Hasn't had recently to mm-hmm. have to clean up a lot of messes. Usually, the, well, the use this is the mess that's usually made. Um, the podcaster has started a podcast on WordPress. They're using PowerPress. And, uh, they've been podcasting for a couple of years and they're feeling they're not getting the type of traction that they want. They want to take the next level. So no. they hire someone and that person comes in. say, okay, I don't like WordPress. I'm moving you to Squarespace and, uh, they move them to Squarespace. And two weeks later they're calling and say, how come my podcast is dead? <laughs> it's because they've redirected the website and the RSS speed is now over at, uh, you know, podcast hosting company do and the consultant didn't realize that the podcaster was self-contained and um, using a best practice and decided he would wanted to go an easy route and put him on some, some platform and then use square because Squarespace is easy and squares, you know, so these are the types of things we usually run into and in the podcast suffers extinction event. Um, <laughs> Because they, they, uh, they terminated their RSS feed without redirecting it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, th- that'll that'll kill it quick. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. would say so. Very yeah. quick.
0: Yeah. And you know, usually we have methods to recoup that, uh, but it's never it's never pretty.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so this so, is kind of the you know. Go, go ahead, Doug.
0: Go ahead. No, just, I just you know, if you're a podcaster, ask questions. Right.
2: This is a little bit of the doldrums of uh, the podcasting um, time time of the year, right? There, there's not a lot mm-hmm. of news. You know, one, one of the other discussions that I had with James Kridlin on, on on Twitter was was about how I was seeing in the in his newsletter uh, just about, and this has been going on actually, I think for most of this week. And I hadn't thought about it at the time is that I think what big reason for that is, and uh, is the holidays here in the U S uh, everything just kind of like. Right. Like, pr- pretty much stops all this week. There's really not, not much going on this week um, in the world in general and because of the holidays. So people are taking time off and, and stuff like that. But my, my observation was that his newsletter is very internationally focused now. Sure. Um, they're just, isn't anything of much in the newsletter and James and and I have already exchanged on this topic. So um, that was about anything happening in North America around podcasting. And I think that was a reflection of kind of my perception. Cause when he started, he was covering a lot of North America topics Mm -hmm. and companies and what was going on in North America. But now I think since um, the podcast show, in London, the the newsletter all week has been pretty much outside of the U.S. There hasn't been anything in the U.S. And I hadn't thought about the fact that, you know, everybody's on vacation right now. So there's not much news happening in the podcasting space right now.
0: It'll get worse in July when Europe goes on vacation.
2: Well, yeah, it's going to
0: swing the other way, maybe right, to right. some
2: degree.
1: But, but still, still, right.
0: Yeah, because be May, June, July. are And here's what. You know, this is what we don't see anymore. And I haven't looked at the stats over at Podcast Index recently, but in years and years years ago, June, July, August were always dip months for podcast listenership. Right. But now that dip doesn't happen anymore. So, you know, it's one of those things where if you're going to take a summer vacation, make sure you're putting some episodes in the can so you don't leave people hanging. Because people's consumption habits have changed and they're listening to podcasts pretty much steadily year round with a small bump in after December 15th. So other than that, or actually after the Christmas because of new devices, but not even that is not even as much anymore. It's Mm -hmm. it's much smaller. It used to be seeing a market difference, but now it's not because, you know, kids are getting hand-me-down phones and you know, they just transfer their settings to from one device to the other, and nothing really changes,
2: right? Yeah, because the comment that I made to to James about this, um, he kind of said that he he did. Um, okay, this is his comment on Twitter. It says, "I think there is more positive movement currently outside of the U.S. More deals, uh, more new ideas are." Uh, are related and he says that probably why there's a difference here is that it's r- related to the economy, I think, and perhaps mm. a overheating of the podcasting market in the U S has led to a short-term pause or slowdown. Right.
0: I think it's steady. I don't think it's a slowdown.
2: Well, in, in comparison to what's happening oh, outside of the U S maybe true is, because he's just constantly talking about mergers and acquisitions and new platforms and new content and stuff happening outside of the U S and companies I've
0: never heard of before too.
2: Right. Right. So, and I get contacted from companies outside of the U S more than I get contacted from companies in the U S anymore. So it's, there's definitely a lot more energy. There's a lot more focus. There's a lot more, I guess you could say you know, some innovation or to some degree that there's a little bit of copycat stuff going on outside of the U S too.
0: Well, that's that I see a lot because right. I'm getting contacted by a lot of companies now that I'm like, I'm already integrated. I have that service. What's your, so my challenge is, is how, yeah, maybe you've got something cool. Maybe it's a incrementally better, right? Let's say it's 10% better, but am I going to spend, am I going to switch gears and put you on as my integrator? So now the challenge really is, is there's a lot, of, you're right. A lot of copycat companies that are doing a lot of the same thing. Mm-hmm. And unless there's a market difference in your product and it's something that sets me back in my chair and makes me go, Holy crap. Right. I'm not going to change horses in the middle of the stream.
2: Right. There's been a lot of, a lot of uh, I, I think copycatting has been going on, even with AI support um, yeah. with podcasts as well. There's a lot of companies doing very similar activities. So
0: yeah, right. it's some, and this is, and again, I, I don't want to get go back and jump on this horse again, but that's one of the reasons why I like Memento was specifically for the social promotion. That was what they were doing. It was different mm. than everyone else. Was the social piece, right? and that I thought was done much better than, you know, show notes and titles and, you know, all this other kind of stuff that Mm -hmm. I can get from chat GPT. So that's why I said, okay, I want to continue working with, with these folks because of that piece. Right. And, and the workflow challenges are interesting too, because if you think about workflow, um, as a podcaster, when someone's brand new, they don't know what tools they want to use. They're gonna start and you know they're they're gonna they're gonna change two, they're gonna do two or three different products before they find the one they're comfortable with from a production standpoint. So if I go build a whole big production suite, okay, who's that for? That's for the person that's maybe in their first 60 or 90 days. After that, they're gonna say, I'm not gonna to use Todd's production suite. I can do much better with Hindenburg or whoever they or whatever platform they choose. So really, am I gaining enough advantage by building a production suite when mm-hmm. someone is just going to use it for a few episodes and then they're going to find a tool that they're they're going to want to use um that more fits because every show is different in how it's made up. You know, we're using StreamYard today. We've used Riverside in the past, we've used Squadcast. We've, you know, we've used a whole bunch of different tools. And then mm-hmm. what happens is is as the show evolves, you kind of find a tool that works for whatever particular situation. And that's the one you use, and you can't be everything for everybody.
2: Right, that's true. So I guess there's, um, Steph, uh, Ficato put out a um, a a document. Looks like that outlines the details of how to podcast on YouTube. So, oh doesn't really
0: well, it's, it's nothing it's a playlist now if you have a youtube channel
2: right right yeah it's nothing nothing special there
0: no not at all yeah so I'm
2: trying to think of anything else going on i can't think of anything else maybe we just need to shut it down early yeah that would be okay too
0: and yep. uh we we'll probably talk for another 20 minutes on nothing but you <laughs> know yeah here's the thing it's um we don't want to waste your time. And when news is slow, we'll, we'll bounce out and uh, let you move on to your next episode that you're listening to. Yeah. But, um, sounds good to me. Yeah. So one more, one more remote show then I'm back in the studio for a couple of months anyway, and then, uh, we'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, Well, that
2: sounds, sounds good, Todd. I hope you've had a good time down there.
0: Yep. Absolutely. And, uh, it's been a, um, it's been an experience for say, so, I'm um, not to divulging my remote location, but yes, right. I've been, uh, been remote here for uh, for about, what was it now? Almost three weeks. So, yeah. Um, But yeah, getting yeah. ready to go back up. I have a whole week in the Columbus office, and that's probably our last hurrah there before we uh,
1: shut it around. Say, huh?
0: yeah, if anybody's any furniture, any commercial <laughs> furniture in the Columbus area, <laughs> drop me an email. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, I'm, I'm going to be taking desk and a whole bunch of stuff back to Michigan with me when I go there next week. So see how much stuff I can stuff into my SUV. Yeah.
1: All right.
0: All, All right, everybody. Hey, thanks for, thanks for being here. I'm Todd at blueberry.com. B L U B R R Y.com. That's blueberry without ease. Cause we couldn't afford the ease. And of course I am uh, at geek news um, for the, uh, for my. My Twitter account, and then on Mastodon, I'm at geeknews at Chat, Rob?
2: I'm on Twitter as well at Rob Greenley. You can find me over there, uh, robgreenley.com. Um, if you want to check out my new show called Trust Factor uh, with Rob Greenley, um, that's also available as a video show on YouTube, also as a podcast as well. So you can go check that out. Um, and then obviously, Go back and listen and watch some of the archives of this show because we've done done a lot of stuff. And I'll I'll I'm planning on bringing on a you know a guest or two as we move into summer here in the in the the, um, the northern hemisphere and and I know our listeners down under are heading towards towards winter now, so it's it, it's an interesting contrast. With yeah, our was, someone was I, has
0: had a call in Australia the other day and he was complaining it was getting cold, so it was kind of funny.
2: Yeah. So, so
0: great. All right. Well, Todd, thank you so much. Thanks for being here, buddy. We'll see you next time on the new media show. Okay. Bye
2: everybody.